Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Hahn, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is the son of Bishop Daggy Whitman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Good. Ephesians chapter 5. Tonight I want to start a December special with you since you are still around. Okay. And we'll talk about it a couple of times. We want to start from some. Ephesians chapter 5 is the piece of scripture we want to read. This is the text for our discussion in these few weeks. Amen. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Verse 2 is the verse we are looking at. And walk in love as Christ also had loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are doing a Bible study with Paul. And he says, we should be followers or imitators of God. Okay, in verse 1. As children. Alright, then verse 2. He's showing us what to follow God in. He says, and walk in love. As Christ has also loved us. Amen. He says, we should walk in love. In the same way that Christ has loved us. Then he tells us, he reminds us of how Christ loved us. That he gave himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet. He gave himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. Amen. That is how Christ loved us. God demonstrated his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ, this is how God expressed his love to us that when we were sinners, Christ died for us. That's what it is repeating itself here. The way Christ walked in love towards us was by giving, offering himself for us. Amen. So I'm going to share on a short series which I entitled, Walk in Love. Walk in Love. Walk in Love. And today we'll try and lay a foundation so that we can build upon it. So Paul is commanding and instructing us as children of God to walk in love. Amen. Not to feel love, but walk in love which presupposes an action. Amen. Not a feeling or a feeling alone. So what is love? According to the dictionary, love is an ardent, love is an ardent desire for the well-being of another. Okay, so love is a strong desire to see somebody do well. Amen. So when you are in love, when you are walking in love, it presupposes that it's not to benefit you. It's to benefit the object of 
the love. So it says love is a strong desire for the well-being of another, which is a strong and ardent desire for somebody to do well, for it to be well with somebody. So when you say you are in love, when Lizui says he's in love with Sena, what he's saying is that he has a deep desire in his heart not to satisfy himself, but to see Sena do well. God loved the world. He gave to the world his only begotten son that whosoever believes in that son will not perish and have everlasting life. So you see that love that God had, it wasn't to benefit him, but to benefit the group of people he loved. I can close and go home. Because I've already given Lizu a lot of things to think about. I'm sure his mind, all the schools are moving. He's trying to swallow saliva for oil to go up. Do you, do you get it? So if you say you love me, what it means is that who must benefit? Myself. If I say I love you, who must benefit? You. God is our example. Jesus is our example here. God loved the world, so the world benefited by him giving his son for the salvation of the world. Jesus is the example. He said, like Christ, we should be like Christ, that when he loved, he gave himself as an offering for us. So who benefited? We did. So if we are also in love, if we say we are walking in love, then the person we say we love must be the benefactor. Can I get an amen? amen. Now let's say for argument's sake, not, not even argument's sake, let's make sure we have covered all, all areas. When Senamile says she's in love with Lizui, what it means is that the person who must benefit from this love is not Sena, but Lizui. Not that Sena will get a ring to put on her finger, be called Mrs. Golden Sticks. To flip from Intembu to Duma. That's an act. Anyway. Let me come this way. Let me come. This, because if I, I have another situation, so I don't want to have a problem. We had a, 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 an Intembu flip to Duma and a Duma flip to Intembu. So to be safe. Yes. To gain to gain a mother-in-law or to spend the Duma money. You see, we had Mrs. Lamini, then we have a new Mrs. Lamini. I hear the new Mrs. Lamini is showing the old Mrs. Lamini how to spend the Lamini money. So, the, the, the love, the I mean love, it's not to get a warm feeling in your heart. That warm feeling in your heart in itself is not love. 
When you say you are, if we are going by just the definition of love, it means the object of love must benefit. Must benefit. It's like when you have a child. Every mother loves the child. And then the, the love makes the child benefit. I think the child one is the one that gives us the best picture because the child is not in a position to do anything in return for the mother. Then the child benefits breast milk, carrying, feeding, everything to the extent that the, the spouse is even neglected just out of love for the child. In medicine, it's called post-donor neglect. They put their child on their bed and they put their child in between you. And the child will be kicking you away. You never see the child kick the mother. Always kicking the father. Fighting off all opposition and competitors. Yeah, so me, as soon as I had my children, before my children came, we went to buy a baby coat. So when my wife brought the baby, I said, where is the child going to sleep? I even had a room for the child. I wanted the child to go and sleep in his room. They said, oh no, he's too young. He'll cry. He said, this is too small. He said, this stands to walk there. So he's coming to sleep here. I said, fine. But he should go to his court. There's no, 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 no. Straight to your court. Yeah, from day one, you are in boarding school. <laughs> no, no, so none of my children kicked me. No, 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 from day one. You, that's your, your bed there, boarding school. Go there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, what am I saying? I'm saying that love... When Paul is saying that we should love, is there anything wrong? When Paul is saying we should love, he's, if anything we have not done, let's leave it and finish the service and be happy. Okay, good. As Paul is saying that walk in love, he's, he's, he's saying that we must have an action, an action, something to do. Because how do we know that you are walking in love? Now, when I say walk in love, I'm talking about walking in love in everything. Because if you don't walk in love, if you don't walk in love, you walk in the opposite of love, which is either selfishness, wickedness. At least these are the two I can think about. Selfishness and wickedness. So any situation you find yourself, Paul is saying operate in love, be guided by love. Take your decisions in love. Move in love. Now, I'll come back to you. But how do we know that you are walking in love? It says, 1 John 3.16. It says, Hereby perceive we. This is how we know the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us. This is how we know that God loves us. This is how we see that God. How do I know that you love me? Because of what you do. Because of your actions. Not your feeling. Many of us have operated that love is something I feel in my heart. I feel a warmth. I feel a certain feeling 
in my heart. I feel butterflies in my stomach. That's love. I feel a certain. Now put that feeling into action. So he said, this is how we perceive. This is how we see. This is how we notice the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Let's go on. Next verse. But whosoever hath this world's goods and sees his brother, he's still talking about love, and sees his brother have need and shattered up his bowels of compassion. He shuts up his ability to love. Compassion is love. He shuts it up from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him? How can we say that he has the love of God? Hallelujah. How can we then say that you have the love of God when you see your brother in need? Remember, we've looked at God first. We, we could see his love by the action he took, which is giving himself for us. Then he says, now you, you have what it takes. That's what I said. When you see somebody, you see a brother in need. Somebody who has this world's goods. It means you have the goods. You are rich. You have the thing that the, the person is in need of. And you see that person in need and you shut up your bowels, your ability to feel for the person and to help the person. How then do we know that the love of God is in you? Next verse. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. It says, because your love has to be seen, and this is how we see it, let's not just love in words. Sometimes brothers are good at words. They give you the words. Yeah, they give you words. They words you. They words you, you see. Aha. In Ghana, they say, he's worsening you. He's worsening you. It means he's using words. Yeah, I'm sure that Auntie Yvonne's mother remembers those days when Auntie Yvonne's dad was worsening her. Now, that word words is from the word words. Words. Giving you words. So, he... he, he Yvonne's dad west. Tell your neighbor, west. Which means he supplied words. Tintillating, scintillating words. That tickles, that tickled her fancies and caused butterflies to move in her belly. He wears her. You don't want to imagine. He wrote, I write to you from the milky hills of where? Of Kweu. They are from a mountain called Kweu. So from the Kweu mountains, down the hills, to express my profound and deep, passionate love towards you. You are the apple of my eye. The, mole, the melody in my song. The only sugar in my tea.
and then her heart was smitten. But Paul says to us here that those words were sin. Those words, they are not enough. They are not enough. He said, let's not even use words. But let us indeed by actions. And these actions must be in truth. These actions of love, Pastor Zoe's, must also be in truth. Because sometimes people make actions towards you, but it's not in truth. That's not what we are talking about today. It's just by the way. Since Titus is listening to me carefully, it's just by the way. Do you get it? Can I get an amen? You see, so, so sometimes people take, make some actions towards you, some deeds. Deeds of love. When we get a chance, we look at deeds of love. But they make some deeds of love towards you, but it's not in truth. Sometimes they have an agenda. They have an agenda. I told you at the dinner, not everybody clapping for a mosquito is, is, is applauding the mosquito. They are, some are trying to kill the mosquito. Most of the time, if... If not all the time, anybody clapping for a mosquito is, is, is attempting to murder the mosquito. So sometimes there are deeds of love, but they are not in truth. The person is looking for something. That's why I said, if you don't walk in love, you walk in selfishness. So you may be doing the same things for selfish reasons, or you may be doing the same. I and mean, when a brother says he loves, he's buying you flowers, buying you chocolate, sometimes it's just for selfish reasons. Sometimes it's, so it's a check the motive in truth. It's sometimes it's a selfish. So that's why usually you can say ten people should have been here for this message. Please send it to them later. Sometimes all these flowers and nice WhatsApp messages saying I don't WhatsApp you is to get something. As soon as they get that thing, you see, they say, oh, but you didn't think that you and I we are not compatible. Yeah, after he has tasted of your waters and everything, then now he says that. He talked to his mother, and his mother says that he's too young. He's too young. He's too young to be in a relationship. He should concentrate on his school, his work, his days, his dad. He should concentrate on those things. Do you see it? Yeah, he should mature first before he makes a choice. After the breakup, three months later, you hear that he's in a... He's in a six-month relationship with somebody else. He broke up with you in December, March. He's in a six-month-old relationship. So he says, love indeed. Amen. Amen. Ah, Pastor Lungani, you just came. Okay, you've missed the whole message already. Yes, explain it to him. Explain the Lizui and Sena part. That's very imp- that's very crucial. Who who benefits? The benefactor. I think it's an important point. It's, it's an important point to note. If you don't note it, you will miss the whole preaching. Because usually we, we take love as something we feel. So you are the one who benefits from the love. But the one who benefits from the love is the object of attraction. The person who is loved. That's the beloved. 
That's the person who should benefit from your love. Not you. Not you. Very important, very crucial. Anyway, in, 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 I'm just reading a few scriptures, then we'll come down. In, um, what do you call it? First Corinthians, where Paul talks a lot about love. First Corinthians 13. He tells us a few things about love. He says, charity suffers long. He says, this is love. If you are going to do feelings and things, these are the feelings you must manifest. I said, feelings. I'm now dealing with feelings. Feelings, these are the feelings that must be manifested towards the loved, which is the beloved. Are, are, you, are, you, are you game? It says, love suffered long, which is it's patient. So whoever you say you love, you must be patient towards the person. Love is kind. That's why I said there's no love without giving. I said there's, how do you show kindness? How do you show kindness? What is the primary way of kindness? If somebody is kind to you, what, what happens? They give something to you. Always, something comes from them to you. That's the person is a kind person. So, this person is very kind to me. It means they give something to you. Is that not the case? Is there any other way of demonstrating kindness? Please tell me before I, I preach something that by giving something to you. So, that's why I say it's not possible to say you are in love or you love somebody and you don't give to the person. You don't give to the person. Whether it's your time, it's your attention, it's your money, it's this, it's this. But you give something. That's kindness. Love and yet not. It doesn't go around envy everything. You do well a little, he's envious. And why did you mention Leslie and Senna? And you didn't mention Mr. and Mrs. Tabetti or Mr. and Mrs. Tego and me to me and my husband. Listen, listen. The quintessential couple that I know is Leslie and. After them, have, has anybody married? Ah, the nude Laminis. Oh, okay. So don't worry. But I've even mentioned their name today. These are my. I mean, some of you married during apartheid time. I'm talking about those of you who married in my time. <laughs> Modern wives. <laughs> so these are the couples I know. Do, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? So it doesn't envy. It's like, um, why not me? Why not me? Why? But you let know. It doesn't vaunt itself. Please find me another word for vaunt. I don't understand this vaunting thing. It doesn't vaunt itself. Even the word tells you that it doesn't vaunt itself. But since next to it, it's not puffed up. Uh-huh. It doesn't flaunt itself around. Or parade itself around. Like everybody see me. See me. See me. No, 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 no. It doesn't brag. You know, I bought this for you. And I bought this thing also for you. There are some people when they do something, the whole world's got to hear of it. The whole world has got to hear of it. They have to tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and far away. Everybody must hear of it. Look, this dinner that we are, there are people we pay for. They, I'm sure they don't even know that we pay for them. They just happen to see that they have qualified, they've won the grand prize. 
and they are coming. But you will see, look, you two will go everywhere. You, I paid for you. Look, do you know that? Look, even one of the ten runs was signed by Tito Mbueni. Then the other one was signed by Praveen Goda. You, 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 you know where the money came from? The whole world has got to hear of it. <laughs> it doesn't brag. It's not puffed up. It's not proud. It's not lifted up. So, so proud like everybody be. No. We are talking about feelings. Is that not so? These are the feelings you must express towards. If we are talking about, it's not feeling what. Has any of the, the any of these scriptures we are reading, are, are, they, are they directed towards you, the lover? Everything is directed towards the beloved. Verse 5. Let's check verse 5. Maybe we'll find something. Does not behave itself unseemingly. It means it doesn't dishonor other people. It doesn't behave in the wrong way. You can see that the behavior is even towards other people. It's not rude. It's not rude. It's not, doesn't seek her own. I would say, oh, this scripture applies to women only. It's talking about love. And it's addressing love as a female. It's not like it's seeking just what profits is that is always seeking what I do. Love is directed towards the, the beloved, not towards the lover. It doesn't seek his own. What is mine? Bring this, bring that, bring this, bring that, bring this, bring that. This is for me, that is for me, this is for me, that no. Not easily provoke. It doesn't it doesn't have a temper. That the slightest thing is angry. I mean, it's like the fuse is so short that. You explode suddenly. That's not love. Think at no evil. It's not going around thinking evil. I see the way you were smiling at your boss. I see. I can't find my money. I think that when I put the money here, you are going to take it. Oh. Oh. It's like evil thoughts don't come to his mind about you. Doesn't see that wicked girl, wicked girl. It will display very soon. We'll say wicked guy. No, no, it doesn't say that kinky evil. Next verse. Rejoiceth not in iniquity. It doesn't get excited at bad things, but rejoices in the truth. Verse seven. Let's read verse seven and let's go on. Beareth all things. Believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Clap for love. Clap for love. So those of you who are, are into feelings, these are the feelings you must express. <laughs> these are the feelings, when we say we are walking in love, these are the feelings we must express. Why must we walk in love? I'll give you a few reasons. Then, God willing, next week we'll look at what it means to walk in love. Number one. Love is a great commandment. It's the greatest commandment. We must walk in love because Jesus said love is the, is the first and great commandment. Which is the greatest commandment. Matthew 22. This is when a lawyer came to try to test 
Jesus. It says, but verse 34, it says, but when the Pharisees heard, had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. It's not only the great commandment, it's the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. This is why I say it's the greatest commandment. Everything else hangs on it. Jesus said, these two, these two commandments of loving God and loving your neighbor, loving me, loving you, me loving you, you loving me, we loving us, is the these are the great commandments. These two commandments are the great commandments which all the law, any other instruction, and the prophets hang on. Without that, all the law and they are, they can't survive. They can't survive. That's why we must walk in love. That's why we must walk in love. This is why we must walk in love. Without this, anything else you are doing is useless. Number two, without love, love reduces everything to zero. The absence of love reduces everything to zero. The absence of love reduces everything to zero. Or without love, all our works are reduced to zero. First Corinthians 13. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men, and of angels and have not love I am become a sounding brass or a tingling simba verse 2 although I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith that, so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be bent and have not love, it profited me nothing. Now, you can see from here that these are powerful actions. Go to verse 1. Very powerful actions, which we are all praying for, that we will be able to do. It says, to speak with the tongues of men and angels. Can you imagine that when you speak, people are not sure, is it a man who's speaking or an angel who's speaking? Like you are the greatest orator of our time. You know, yesterday or yesterday's yesterday, I, I, I don't know what advert they were running, and then there was a speech by Nelson Mandela. And as I listened to him speaking, I said, it would have been very good if these speeches were in Zulu and Kosa in the local language. Because the speech was in-depth and powerful. As I listened, I said, wow, this guy 
Charlie, he can really talk and he has wise things to say. So the thought I was having is that the real people that it must change, do they understand what he's saying? That's why I thought that. It would have been great if it was in Zulu, in Corsa, so that the local... You know that sometimes when the English is spoken so much, Charlie, it has a way of... It's, it's not like we don't understand English, but we are still working the first sentence. Then they won't pause. If we are reading it in a book, we can take our time, understand this one, then we come to the next. But it's going. But if it was in our local language, we would understand. So that's what I wish. If this thing was in our local language, it would have really been very good information to have to build our lives on. Yeah, a lot of the wickedness in our society wouldn't be there if our local people hear Mr. Mandela himself saying some of these things. So you would, he said, if you have, you can speak. I mean, if you can speak. Look, one day, I think when Barack Obama was running for president, do you see, one of the um, rallies he went for. Bill Clinton was there. And nobody can beat Bill Clinton in a debate. Bill Clinton talking. Oh no, he's Bill Clinton. <laughs> boy can talk. I'm telling you, the boy can talk. No, he's got the words. Look, when Barack Obama finished this, but it was almost about, Bill Clinton stood up and he started to clap. It's like, look, look, this guy can also talk. This guy can also talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, for, and the, the person running the commentary said, for Bill Clinton to be the first to applaud, it tells you that Barack can talk. It tells you that. Because look, Bill Clinton is the man. Whether prepared, scripted, unscripted, that's Bill Clinton talking. He says, even if you talk like that, with the tongues of men and tongues of angels, these tongues can also be just spiritual tongues. If you speak spiritual tongues like that, maybe the tongues of men is the one we talk, and then the angels is spiritual tongues. Sometimes if you speak, you say, we want to speak tongues like that, you can feel that, I mean, look, this tongues is powerful. Some of us don't speak our tongues loud because we feel that other people's, our neighbors' tongues intimidate our tongues. Yeah, when you are in certain places and some people start to speak in tongues, you, you just keep your tongues to yourself. Yeah, when pastor says we should pray, you listen to their tongues, then you tell God, that one, that one. Just what, what he says, same, same. It's like when you go out to eat and then they bring the menu and you are confused and it's good. you just keep smiling and you're running your finger. through. Then a neighbor that you trust... No, a neighbor that you trust, when they order, you say, oh, what is that? Maybe let me try it. Let me have the same. Please, I've given you a secret. Learn it. Ne? Now, be careful of some neighbors. Don't follow LPYV. No, those type of people, no. Blantina, don't follow those people. Follow simple neighbors. Simple neighbors. Don't follow Sisunati also. No. Yeah. 
follow simple neighbors like myself, Pastor Spa. We eat meat. We we eat meat. So anything we order, you can eat it. If you follow these people, they'll order something when it comes. It looks fancy, but you can't eat it. You are not trained for it, I'm telling you. And they will be smiling, eating and passing comments. They will take, oh, this is this, this is, you don't know any of the things on the plate. Please, don't risk it. Yeah. Where even you look at your food, you become angry. <laughs> it says, but if this thing, and I don't have love, I'm like a noisy brass, like I'm just a disturbance. Verse 2. Let's look at the second one in verse. He said, though I have the gift of prophecy, I can prophesy, I can preach. Because preaching is prophecy. Prophecy is inspired speaking. You are speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Or even prophecy, what we call prophecy. I see your car number is this, your t- in your bank account, your bank balance as at 442 is 966 rands, 82 cents. Then you go and check. As soon as he finishes an SMS can click me, then 982 cents. Uh-huh. If, if you do these things and you understand all mysteries, the mysterious things you have a way of understanding, you have all knowledge, you know everything. You know 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Ephesians, Galatians, Romans, Thessalonians, Timothy. You know everything, but you don't have love. You even have faith that can move a mountain. All of it, all of the world's faith is you have it. And you don't have love. Or you don't walk in love. You are nothing. Absence of love reduces everything we are doing to nothing. Verse 3 says, Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I give everything I have to feed the poor. Have you seen anybody give everything to feed the poor before? If you give it and you don't have love, or you even to the point that even you give your body to be burned, you sacrifice your life. If you don't have love, the prophet is zero. Yeah, the prophet is zero. We have nothing. That's why we must walk in love. One more reason or two more. Love is greater than spiritual gifts. Walking in love, when I say love, I mean walking in love is greater than spiritual gifts. You see, in in Corinth, in Corinth, when, when they got born again, when they heard the gospel, and they were baptized, and they started to speak in tongues, they just stayed on speaking in tongues. That's it. So they were just speaking in tongues all over the place. So when you read the book of Corinth, you see Paul is explaining all these things to them. That speaking in tongues, that's why speaking in tongues is in Corinthians. So it's like they won't they are fornicating, but they are speaking in tongues. Ram then they are fornicating. Spiritual tongue speaking fornicators. You see, when you read you if you like go and read. I'm reading Corinthians right now. If you like, go and read it. Yeah, if you like, go and read it. Yes, somebody is speaking in tongues. The, 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 I don't know how to. The fornicator. 
and the fornicate. The fornicator is speaking in tongues. The fornicate is interpreting the tongues. It's like they, they, for them, it's like speaking in tongues is every. It's better to speak in tongues and live in sin than live a righteous life and not speak in tongues. Even they were fornicating so much that they were boasting about it. Yeah. They were boasting about it. It's like, and they, they feel once you speak in tongues, God has forgiven you. It's okay. Do you get it? So that's why tongues is big. If you are looking for tongues, all the tongues, the mainly is in Corinthians. That's why Paul wrote to them about fornication and tongues and spiritual gifts. <laughs> fornication is when they fornicate in French. Yeah. So, as he's writing to them, he starts to build up what he, whatever he's writing. Then in 1 Corinthians 12, he decides to address now spiritual gifts. So in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1, he says, now, now let's address the real reason why I'm writing this letter to you. He, he had written, he had, you see, from 1 Corinthians 1 through to verse 11, he was addressing the fornication and all these things. So when he gets to 12, he says, now let's talk about spiritual gifts. Because you guys say thanks is everything. Let me now explain to you spiritual gifts. So he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant. So let's address it. So when you go down, he talks about all the different gifts which are operated by the Spirit. So this is why we have the phanerosis scripture, that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to all men, to every man, to profit with all. So go down, next verse, verse 3. He says, you were unbelievers, so where we understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse. And no man says Jesus is except by the Holy Ghost. So it's like the influence of the Holy Ghost. He's now talking about it. Let's go. Next verse. Now there are diversities of gifts. Spiritual gifts. There are different types. You just think the only spiritual gift is speaking in tongues. Now there are different types of gifts. But these, all these gifts are by the same Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Next verse. That's five. There are differences in admi- of administration, but the same Lord. It's like there are different ways by, by which we execute the gift, but it's the same Lord. Next verse. There are diversities of operations, but it is that same God which worketh all in all. Why? That the manifestation of the Spirit, but the man is given to every man for all of us to profit from it. Okay, so he talks about the gift. Give go to the last verse here. I'm making me talk about spiritual gifts, but that's not what I, I said. Walking in love is greater than operating spiritual gifts. Although many of us will be excited, see, oh, he has a gift of healing. I mean, none of us will go and pray, Lord, I want to help me to walk in love. I said, Lord, give me a gift of prophecy. Give me a gift of healing. Give me a gift of visions. A gift of. So he addresses all these things here. But he said, in the last verse, he said, but covet, which is desire earnestly, the best gifts. Okay. The gifts that he has talked about, he said, desire the best of them. Then what does he say next? And yet I show unto you a more excellent. 
Although I'm saying these are the best gifts, let me show you something that is more excellent than spiritual gifts. Then that episode ends. Is that not so? Then the next, this is episode, episode what? Season one, episode. No, episode 12. Do you get it? It ends at 31. Then season one, episode 13. Then it comes. Previously. Previously on episode 12. Though, so he starts to talk about spiritual gifts and their connection with love. He starts to talk about it. Though I speak with the tongues of angels and of men, and have not charity, and become as a sounding brass and a tingling silver. Verse 2. Though I speak, though I, give, I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, that I can remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Verse 3. Though I bestow my goods to feed the poor, I give my body to be burned and have not love. It is nothing. Verse 4. Love. Then he gives us what love does. Love suffereth long. Love is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunted not itself. It is not puffed up. Verse 4. Verse 5. Does not behave itself and seemingly. Does not seek her own. It's not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Verse 6. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Verse 7. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Verse 8. Love never fails. But where they say, love doesn't fail. So he's come back to love in comparison to spiritual gifts. Are, are you following? Are you following the thing now? It's love in comparison to. He says, love doesn't fail. But whether there be prophecies, they will fail. Whether there be tongues, they will fail. They shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, they shall vanish. Are these not the things at the beginning that I said they are great works? They shall vanish away. Next verse. Next verse. Verse 9. For we know in part. And we prophesy in part. Even then what you know is in part. When you say you know everything, it's in part. And we prophesy also. Your prophecy is in part. When God gives you the prophecy, he gives you... This is the reason why love doesn't fail. He said, when we give you knowledge, we give you part of the knowledge. Have you, did you hear of the Shaolin teacher who taught the student and the student became a champion? Then one day he decided to fight the, the sensing. And then he came up, there was built. They said he's going to kill the old man, everything. Then finally the day of the fight came. And then when they started the fight... The old man made a move and then boom, he knocked the champion out. So they asked, how did he manage to do it? And he said, I taught him everything, but I didn't teach him this particular. You know in part. And we prophesy in part. Let's go for it. He says, but when that which is perfect is come, when God, when Jesus is come, the perfect, when it comes, then that which is in part shall be done away with. This knowing things in part, it will be done away with. Because, because when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I taught as a child. But when it's like you are a child, it's like everything is like in a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Next verse. 
for now, we see through a glass. That he said, right now, our current disposition is that we are seeing through a glass, but we are seeing darkly. That's why we don't see everything. If you are talking about spiritual gifts, whatever you are seeing, you are seeing darkly. For now, I know him, but then face to face, face to face, now, I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. It's that time we will all know every that time knowledge and things, everything will be useless because you know you won't come and tell me we all know everything. All of us will know everything. All of us, will, but at that time it will be face to face, so all of us will see everything. So you, you can't operate the gift of prophecy. What are you coming to prophesy? We are all seeing everything. What are you prophesying? It says, and now abided faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these three is love. The greatest is love. This is the more excellent way. It says, even in the powers that control the world, which is hope, faith, and love, out of them the greatest is love. Because when the perfection, when perfection comes, we will not need faith anymore. No, when perfection comes, we will not need faith anymore. Faith is because we are waiting for it. We believe the perfection is coming. We, are, we believe in the perfection come. That's faith. We hope it will come. So when it comes, we don't have to hope in it anymore. I, I, okay, since, let me use the old couple. Are you hoping that Pastor Lungani will marry you? You already... But when you were beloved, you were hoping, you were hoping, you have faith, you believe that he will marry you, and you were hoping that he will keep his word. Yeah. But after he married you, you didn't need to have faith anymore, and you didn't have to hope anymore. You just walk in love. You just walk in love. You just walk in love. But if we flip it around, Mobile has faith. And she's hoping. And she's in love. Yeah. She is operating in faith, hope, and love. But Unati is not operating. She's operating in love. Because she has crossed the faith part, the hope part. The, the only thing that is left now is love. As though it ends there, chapter 14. This episode ends. Chapter 14. <laughs> it says, follow after love. And desire spiritual gift, but rather that he may prophesy. So you can see that he's still talking about spiritual gifts. It's not like he finished spiritual gift in chapter 12 and he said, Oh, let me talk about love in 13 and go on to the main. He's still talking, he's still addressing spiritual gifts. But he says there's a more excellent way. That more excellent way is love. That more excellent way is love. But follow after love, get love, and also desire spiritual gifts. Also desire spiritual. He says, the fact that I'm saying that love is the more excellent way, doesn't mean you should neglect. It's not higher than love, but don't neglect it. So the way, you see, sometimes you can preach a message. When you preach, you feel like, look, sometimes when you listen to prophets preach, you don't want to go to work the next day. <laughs> 
Because the preacher is so powerful about giving your life for the Lord and everything. You can wake up the next day and take the phone and call your boss and resign. You can take the phone and call your boss and resign immediately. Say, what are you going to do? I'm going to die for the Lord. Where are you going? I'm going to Rwanda to serve the Lord. <laughs> I want to be a missionary. When you hear the message, sometimes you can be sitting there and you'll be tapping your leg. One day I listened to Brother Edric, he finished preaching. I wanted to give God something, so I took something to give to God. Then <laughs> the Holy Spirit reminded me that this thing, you have already offered it to God. <laughs> so you can't take it the second time and offer it to God. It's like, that's not, you can't offer this thing again. That's how the feeling you have. So I'm sure when Paul wrote on spirit, on, on love, he was feeling that, hey, the way I've talked about love, these people, they won't even speak in tongues again. They'll just be going to love. They'll say tongues is not, so he, let me just, let me get the thing into it. So he said, now, or follow after love, like I've told you in the previous verse, but also desire spiritual gifts, but rather that he may prophesy. This is where he goes on to talk about tongues and all these things. He talks about tongues properly to them. Walking in love is the more excellent way. Should I give you one more reason? What if there's no more reason? Hallelujah. Number four. Love. I read this one and then we close. Love will be the basis for judgment. Love will be the foundation, the basis for judgment. Matthew 25. I read this one and then we are done. Verse 31. It says, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, and the goat the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was unhungered, and he gave me meat. I was thirsty, and he gave me to drink. I was a stranger. And ye took me in, naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer unto him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee unhanged, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee to drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, 
and came unto thee. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto thee, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them that are on the left, Depart from me, ye cast into everlasting fire, prepared for thee, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was unhanged, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and ye visited not. Visited me not. Then shall they answer unto him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee unhanged, or test, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto thee, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Hallelujah. Look, our judgment is going to be based on love. This is going to be the foundation. That all the things we did, if, it, if we are not walking in love, everything else will become... This is, this is it's a separate goal to be here. God be here. God be here. Sheep be here. God be on the left. Sheep be on the right. God go into fire. Sheep come into the kingdom of God. What is it? The deeds of love. The deeds of love. He says, I was hungry. You fed me. I was thirsty. You gave me to drink. I was sick. I was in prison. You came unto me. I was naked. You clothed me. Hey. So, because you did that, you showed love. I told love is an action. It's a deed. It's something you do. You did it to these ones. You were doing it. That's why love the Lord your God. You see immediately the next. The one, the how to show that the love of God is in you is to love your neighbor. Then the people who didn't walk in love, they say, hey, go into eternal fire. May we be found walking in love. Walking in love. Walking in love towards God and towards one another. Hallelujah. God gives us grace next week. We'll look at what it means to walk in love. What it means. Now, practically, what does it mean? What does it mean to walk in love? But may God give us the grace to, to be guided. Like I said, if you don't walk in love, you walk in selfishness and wickedness. To, to be guided by his spirit and by his word. To walk in love. In our walk with him. In our relationship one with another. In whichever relationship, in the, whichever situation we find ourselves. To walk and operate in love. So that on that day, on judgment day, we will not be found wanting. Stand to your feet. Let's say a word of prayer. Us. We close. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. Help us touch our hearts. 
touch our hearts, stir up our hearts to walk in love towards you and towards one another in the name of Jesus. Soften our hearts to you and to one another. And let us put it in action in whatever we do. May we not be found walking in selfishness and wickedness in any setup, any situation we find ourselves. But may we be seen walking in love one towards another and above all towards you. That we will perceive the love of God in us in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, say it louder. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. How many of us are going to walk in love? Yeah, this is a December special. It's not for those who are here in November. It's just for December people. December, December people. Yeah. yeah. Take out an offering. Let us give. Let us give. Remember, there's no love without giving. Do you get it? There's no love. So, so when you talk about, I feel a nice temperature, a warm. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.